already know what it is. YKTV, y'all. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, 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 you know the vibes. You know the vibes, episode seven. Let's go. First, I want to apologize for not recording last week. Uh, the passing of Nipsey Hussle really took a toll on me, so I just want to send uh, my prayers and condolences to him and his family, his family, his friends, any of his fans. Uh, and I don't know, I guess this week I wanted to just kind of start off with a little bit of words of encouragement. Uh, whatever you have set in your life or whatever you want in life, go for it. Don't ever let anybody stop you from doing what you want to do. Don't let anybody that says that you that you can't do it, uh, let, don't let those words get to you. Don't let those words become true. You can do whatever you want to do. You can put your just put your mind to it and stay focused and grind. Um, this week has been like a real, for me uh, personally, like just be transparent with you guys. Probably been one of the toughest weeks I had in a while. Just with overwhelmed with work, overwhelmed with life, honestly. So um, I think it's super important that, you know, you make sure you, you, keep, you keep your friends and family in prayer. You reach out to them. Make sure you uh, keep, them, keep them prayed up, you know, and just stay focused, man. Um, one of the things that Nipsey's passing taught me was, you know, he was 33 and I'm 30. So, I mean, you're never too young to go. So, you know, make sure you, you make an impact while you're here. Make sure that you do everything you can do to inspire somebody else. Make sure you plant that seed into the next generation. Make sure you plant that seed into your family, your friends, that whatever they, whatever they want to do, they can do it. Whatever they want to go for, encourage them to go for it. So, um, with that being said, once again, I just want to say uh, rest in peace to the brother Nipsey. Um, like those to the family, friends, and fans, man. Um, but, you know, uh, life don't stop. It keep going. So just make sure that whatever gems that he taught you, whatever gems that the next person told you, you make sure you pass it to the next generation. Make sure you pass it to the next person. So uh, with that being said, let's get to this episode seven of You Know the Vibes. Um, this will not be an hour and a half episode, guys. So you have nothing to worry about there. Um, but it will be a good episode. I do not have a guest this week, which is um, probably a lot of you guys are going to be kind of disappointed. But it's okay. What I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start pre-recording so I can have a guest weekly. Um, like I said, I wasn't prepared this week either, but we're going to go ahead and get into it. I'm going to have people ask me some questions. So the first question I got was, what is your best childhood memory? So my mother's probably going to be like, Devin, what? Are you serious? This is your best childhood memory? My best childhood memory was Christmas. On Christmas Eve, I could not sleep. Pretty sure like most children, wide awake, could not sleep, ready to open up some gifts. And I remember every Christmas Eve, I used to stay up till 12 o'clock. 1201, I'm on my mother's door knocking on my mom. Can I open them toys? No, Devin, go to sleep. Go to sleep. So, anyway, I go back to my room. I try to go to sleep. Eh, did it work? Probably not. So, I wake up at like maybe three o'clock, four o'clock. I'm like, boy, go back to sleep. So, of course, you know, you like, whatever. I'm gonna really just go to sleep. Because, you know, I don't know why I feel like it, but when you sleep, I feel like time goes so much faster than when you're awake. But anyway, so I go to sleep, wake up at like seven, open up all my gifts. I'm super excited. The first thing I do is call my cousins, tell them what I got. And my cousins telling me what they got. And it's like, that's my favorite childhood memory. Um, that and just being around my family and friends for like holidays and things of that nature. That's definitely my favorite childhood memory. Um, so, yeah. 
Another childhood memory I have that my mother probably like, boy, wrestling matches. I used to love wrestling. Um, my mother used to stay taking me to wrestling matches. That was the best to me. This, this is doing like the, the good era with The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H. So, yeah, you couldn't tell me nothing. Nah, I'm going to just go ahead and delete that story out. But yeah, anyway, guys, so let's go ahead and go into question number two. If you had a chance for a do-over in life, what would you do differently? I feel like I answered this, answered this question like one of the previous podcasts, but if I could do one thing over in life, I would make better decisions when it came to uh, just life. Uh, I don't know if you know this or anybody that's listening know this. I used to work for the Department of State um, for as a uh, well, technically it was a temp job, but I was on a work turning into a permanent job, of course. So I'm working it. I'm having a great time. I'm making. A nice amount of money at the age of like maybe 19 or 18, maybe 18, 19. I'm having a great time. But of course, who wants to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to catch the mark train, to catch the subway, to go to DC? Me personally at 18, 19, I did not want to do it. So I'm like, I got to do something different. I want to do something different. So I heard a commercial about copping on the radio, 92Q, I believe it was. And it was like, hey, if you want to go to school for so-and-so, 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 you should go here. Apply at Coppin State. So I'm like, all right, cool. It's better than waking up early, so I apply for Coppin State. Um, I apply for Coppin State, Virginia State, and Morgan. I didn't choose Virginia or Morgan. I got something to all three, but I didn't choose Virginia or Morgan because my cousins went there. I wanted to kind of go somewhere different. You know how it is when you got cousins, so you don't want them to really tell on you what you're doing. So, you know the vibes. Anyway... So, uh, yeah, so I ended up choosing Coppin. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have did that. No offense to Coppin. It just wasn't, at that point in time, I wasn't ready for school. I just went there because I kind of didn't want to keep waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning. And I also just wanted to do something where I kind of loved. But that's the other thing. When I went to Coppin, my first major was music. So, you know, your boy thought he could sing. But in reality, probably not the best singer. But yeah, so after that, I went to school for, um, I changed my major to acting or theater. Uh, I guess you can say I'm not the best actor either. So I changed it again to entertainment management. After that, I was like, all right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this school thing up and let's go back to work. So I went to work, of course, and I mean, I know this is like going beyond the question that was asked, but whatever. I'm already here now. We can't go back. So yeah, uh, I end up going to, uh, I end up stop going to a cop and of course I start working full time. And I definitely wanted to keep doing something that like, I wanted to better myself. I didn't want to like be in a continuous cycle. So I was like, you know what? I already finished, started school. I don't like, I don't know about anybody else listening to this, but I do not like to like not finish something I started. So something that kind of still eats me up to this day. So I got a brown belt with a black stripe in, in Taekwondo and I never got the black belt. So I'm like, hey, I can't be like how I was in Taekwondo. I want to actually finish this. So I ended up going to University of Maryland, University College. So my mother just graduated there. So shout out to my mother. I got a degree in accounting. So I was like, you know what? My mother did it. I think I'm going to go ahead and knock this thing out. I ended up going to uh, University of Maryland, University College. And I just graduated in December. So, um, yeah. So with that being said, the only thing I would do over in life is I would actually think about what I'm going to do like in the long run rather than just do it so I wouldn't have went to Coppin I probably would have went to like a University of Maryland University College uh, and worked for the government at the same time so I could still have that great job and I could still still also get the education I needed and wanted so yeah with that being said that's the do over I would do so you know if you got anything you would do over we could talk about it maybe I have you on the podcast. We can talk about it. And yeah. With that being said, let's move on to question number three. What do you feel most proud of? Hmm. Uh, I guess to kind of pick up where I left off is uh, 
get my degree. I mean, that's a 10 year, it was a 10 year process. Um, of course, a lot of the years I wasn't even in school. So, but hey, it still took 10 years to complete it. Uh, but yeah, I definitely completed my degree. Uh, I feel proud of uh, just having my own place. Granted, I mean, I'm written and I want to definitely own. So at the moment, just being on my own, it's feel good it's not having, you know, to call my mother and say, hey, mom, we'll be out late, whatever. No offense if you live with your parents. You know, um, sometimes I do wish I still live with my parents. Um, it would be nice to, you know, instead of paying rent to keep a little extra money in my bank account. But hey, it is what it is. Um, it's always good to kind of step out on your own. And you, you never realize how challenging it is until you're actually on your own. But you also never realize how uh, mature you are until you're on your own. It, it's a good experience. So that's what I'm most proud of. The fact that I'm actually able to live on my own. And not really have to ask for help. Granted, I'm not too proudful. I do ask for my I do ask for help sometimes. So nothing wrong with asking for help. Um, yeah, but let's go ahead and go to this next question, which is question number four. What is your favorite music? So this is a hard one for me because if anybody know me, they know I love music. Uh, at the moment, what I'm currently listening to is I'm of course I'm listening to a lot of Nipsey at the moment. He had gems in his music, a lot of good stuff in there. But as far as my favorite music, I think it was like R&B, like maybe like 90s R&B, maybe early 2000s. Um, I remember at a time in college, man, The Dream was my favorite artist. Uh, his first album, jeez, Purple Kisses, jeez. You could not tell me, you could not tell me I was in the man when I had Purple Kisses playing in my head. I see a, a cute young lady walking on campus, Purple Kisses on me. You know, you know the vibes. Well, anyway, man. Um, yeah, I would say definitely uh, my favorite music, definitely R&B, uh, followed by rap, of course. Um, I love gospel music. Uh, it's really weird, though. Gospel music, I'm usually, I listen to gospel music, of course, but, like, I gotta listen to it. I gotta be down. Like, when I'm down and out, I listen to gospel music. It's something about gospel music that kind of talks to your spirit. It kind of gets you hyped up. Uh, I love Go-Go. Um, I'm gonna try to get the good brother Lee up on here, too, on the podcast. We wanna, I wanna do one about gentrification and, you know, how they trying to mute Go-Go in D.C. You know, that's my, the good brother is from D.C., so... I want to get him up on the podcast to talk about that, man. Um, I don't really know how I feel about that, man. I really hate that how like they be trying to push push the people out. But not only are they trying to push the people out, they're trying to push our culture out. I don't really like that. That's like uh, that's like coming into my house telling me, oh, you can't watch basketball in here. It's too much noise. It's like, come on, it's my house. Like, you're not from around here. Like, you're not. This, this is what I grew up on. This is what made me me. So... Of course, man, we got to stand up for ourselves. We got to make sure that we got to make sure that they can't mute Go-Go. We got to make sure they can't mute us. They can't mute where we from. Um, I talked to my brother Doug the other day about Brooklyn, how gentrified it is now. You know, we got to make sure they don't take, not they, because it's not like a, a race war or anything of that nature. But you got to make sure that, you know, you fight for what's yours. You got to make sure you... You, you keep what's what's in your culture in your culture. A lot of times I feel like we have a problem where we let other people in our culture and then they, we just let them take it. That ain't cool. That ain't cool at all. Um, so with that being said, man, we got to fight for what you love. You got to fight for what you what you know is right. So, man, hey, rest in peace to Chuck, man. We going to keep Go-Go alive in D.C. for you, brother. Um, but, yeah, that, we, we going off topic now, but we definitely going to talk about that a little bit later on in this upcoming season of You Know the Vibe. Yeah, so let's go into question number five. 
If you could travel anywhere, where would you go and why? Man, anywhere in the world, I would probably go to... Oh, that's a tough one. I don't even know. Can I skip this one? I mean, it is my podcast. I'm going to go ahead and skip this one. Let's go on to question number six. If you could only keep five possessions, what would they be? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Oh, I'm not really... Uh, I guess I would have to keep my phone, of course. Um, my laptop. Oh man, five possessions. I mean, I don't know if this account, but I definitely want to keep my car. My car for sure. Even though gas prices is going up, so I don't, I'm gonna still keep my car. Definitely keep my car. Uh, come on, I got two more, y'all. Five possessions. Oh man, that's a tough one. I guess I'll keep my apartment. Well, not guess. I would need that. Unless I want to be homeless. Then my fifth one, what possession would I keep? Oh, man. I really don't know. Uh, my fifth possession would be, uh, let's go with, let's do something random like my wallet. Because, I mean, hey, I can't drive without my wallet. And that's my possession. So let's go, go with the wallet. Uh, let's go into number seven. What teacher in school made the most impact on you and why? So that's a tough one. Oh, man, I don't really remember uh, this teacher's name. He wasn't even my teacher. He was like the third grade teacher, but he was like the only man teacher at that school at the time. Um, and I forgot. I really forgot his name. I know he was Jasper's father. So if my mother's listening to this, she could probably text me his name. But I really forgot uh, what his name was. But uh, I remember he was a Q. And whenever we got in trouble, I used to go to a private school. Whenever we got in trouble... He used to, uh, they used to like, like not spank us, but like they used to like pop us. And I remember he was a Q, so they used to. I hope like I don't know his name, so we can't get in trouble for it now. But they had the paddle, so he used to like hit, like hit you with it. So I remember uh, we was in the we was in church one day. It was like uh, on Friday we used to have service. And it was me and Tori and I think and John. We was in the row like laughing and playing. And, like we supposed to be like paying attention to the service. And I remember he was like, "Yo, go down there right now!" Like in, like to his room. His classroom was in the basement. And like he saw, he popped John. He popped Tori in. And I was like, "Oh no! I know he ain't about to hit me. If he hit me, I'm pressing charges, charges." Um, long story short, uh, he was like, "Devin, I'm surprised, man. Like you never got in trouble before. Like why are you in trouble?" So I'm like, "Man, I was just honestly just laughing. I ain't really mean no." I didn't mean no harm or nothing. Um, and I remember he told me he wasn't going to hit me. He said, but make sure, like, you stay on the right path. Granted, I mean, at that time, it meant a lot to me because I'm like, hey, I ain't over there about to cry. Like, they about they crying, so it, it meant a whole lot to me. But uh, it, it was dope because I never had a man teacher in my life. Even though he wasn't my teacher, I never really had a, a man, like, kind of, like, presence in my life when it came to, like, educational-wise, where it's like, all right, stay focused, do this, do that. Um, as far as my other teacher that made the most impact in my life would be, uh, oh, Miss Wade, probably. That was my sixth grade teacher teacher um the reason why she made the most impact on my life is and honestly i hated her in sixth grade she used to stay calling my mother i'm like mom are y'all friends like why she call you so much i know my mother used to hate when her name used to pop up on the call id but yeah miss way she made an impact on my life because I, I do believe she believed in me but uh I'm kind of telling myself, like, I used to get in trouble in school, and they'd be like, I'm going to tell your mother, but nobody really told my mother on me, but Miss Wade, she used to, I promise you, she used to have, like, appointments set on her phone to call my mother, just to talk to talk about me, because, whew, this grade was a tough one for me, y'all. I'm going to get my mother on the podcast one day to talk about that, because this grade was a doozy. Um, but yeah, so uh, as far as like teachers that other than like other teachers than that, uh, I had some cool college professors. I had a college professor uh, last semester um, for entertainment law. Man, he was dope. He was like real dope because he, he stayed on top of me about like my, my papers and he ain't like give me, he, it was no shortcuts with him. 
And I, I, I like teachers like that. I like teachers that make it kind of hard for me, but you can tell like they're making it hard out of love because they just want to. I'm going to just go ahead and pause that whole statement. But yeah, anyway, man, let's go ahead and go to question number eight. What do you want your tombstone to say? Oh, that's a tough one. It's kind of morbid, but uh, yeah, my tombstone. I want uh, my tombstone to say amazing son, father, husband, and friend. I'm brother too. So amazing son, father, husband, brother, and role model. And then I probably just want something jiggy on there, something tight, something that'd be like, uh, do unto others as you would do unto yourself or something like that. So it's like, because that's kind of how I live to live my life. I never want to do nobody dirty because I don't want nobody to do me dirty. I never want to hurt anybody because I don't want anybody to hurt me. So something that kind of makes people remind, like, like, I want somebody to read it and be like, oh yeah, that's Devin for sure. That's the, that's all the way him. So, of course, the first thing though I wanted to say is that I'm an amazing person. Cause not just being like conceited, but I want to be an amazing person to everybody I meet. I want to be a good friend. I want to be a, when I get a wife. I want to be a good husband. When I have children, I want to be the best father in the world. Um, and things like that. So uh, let's go ahead and go into question number nine. What was one of the most defining moments in your life? See, that's a good question. Oh man. Okay, this might be a little. Uh, I wouldn't say childish per se, but I mean, it probably like one of them get over it kind of things. Uh, but the most defining moment in my life was when I was dating this young lady, and I'm not gonna say her name, but I was dating this young lady, and I thought she was the one. I knew she was the one, and she wasn't the one. <laughs> so uh, when we broke up, she broke up with me, and I was like, man, I really was trying anything to, in my power to make it work, and yeah, she just didn't want it, which is cool, you know, life goes on. But um, I remember that was once I realized once it snapped, and when it, like when that light switch hit, like, all right, Devin, you, you've been doing everything for her, it's time for you to do something for yourself and that's when i got serious about finding a job that's when i got serious about going back to school because i just wanted to be the best version of me i didn't want to do anything to the point where i was doing it for anybody else i didn't ever 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 wanted to be one of those moments where i had to look back in my life like man you could have went so much harder on that you could have did so much better on that you could have whatever i wanted to make sure that whatever i do or whatever i put my name on is the best i don't want anybody to question Devin like oh he ain't have his heart into it i want to put my heart in everything just like i put my heart into making that relationship work work with her i wanted to put all my effort into bettering myself and i feel like a lot of people should do that i feel like a lot of people they chase relationships they chase friendships when in reality you should put that same effort into chasing your dreams chasing your goals um yeah that might sound corny to some but if you find that corny it's probably no offense it's because you probably are corny and you live by like a corny lifestyle where you feel like you got to make other people happy and i mean granted you should make other people happy but you got to sometimes put yourself first and you should put your you should go 100 percent for yourself just like you would go 100 percent for somebody else and if you find yourself going 100 percent for somebody else and you're not putting it going 100 percent for yourself you might have to like really sit down and evaluate what you're doing with your life personal opinion of course you got to live your life the way you feel, live it and if i offended you by calling you corny i apologize oh man that's another one of my problems i apologize about a lot of stuff <clears throat> so anyway let's go into i'm about to mix these questions up because i'm trying to go in order but i'm not about to go into why did you choose that profession like my profession yeah because i don't want to answer that question so let's go into like the next question so how did you spend your free time so it's really crazy because this is the most free time i had in a while because of course i was in school so mainly my free time consisted of doing schoolwork. But now that I'm not in school anymore, I have so much free time, it's kind of sickening. So what I'm doing now is I'm recording a podcast. 
man. So I love spending time with my family and my friends. Uh, family time is a big plus for me. I'm so mad I couldn't make it to my uncle. A happy birthday to my uncle, Mike. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't make it to your birthday party. He had a birthday um, get-together on Saturday at Top Golf, and I couldn't even make it because I had to go to work. So honestly, most of the time, like my free time, if I'm not at work, uh, I guess that wouldn't be free time if I'm at work. But yeah, uh, let's see. My free time, I usually spend in that church. Um, I usually spend it with my family. I usually spend it with my friends. Uh, or just trying to, of course, the podcast. That's what I'm putting most of my free time into now is the podcast. I want this podcast to be major. I want somebody to listen to this podcast weekly and get encouraged, inspired, and just go for whatever they want to go for. So that's how I spend most of my free time, y'all. All right. So let's go to the next question is, if you won the lottery, what would you do? So this might be cliche. If I won the lottery, I'm definitely giving 10%. I'm tightening 10% of it. Um, only because, of course, well, I, I don't know about everybody else's church. My church, we give back a lot. So I definitely want to make sure I can help out as much as I can as far as giving back to the community. And honestly, uh, just making sure that I do what's right. So I'm going to definitely uh, give back. I'm going to tie 10% of it, of course. So hopefully it's at least a million. But anyway, uh, I'm going to definitely do that. Uh, then what I want to do is I want to open up businesses. Uh, like I said, that Nipsey dying kind of affected me, hit home hard. Well, not home, but it hit hard for me. And it kind of hit home, too, because, like, man, like, definitely when I die, what do I have? What do I have to give to my seeds? What do I have to give to my wife? What do I have to give? <laughs> I say wife. Um, what do I have to do? <laughs> when I, when I, of course, eventually when I get married, what do I have to give to, like, my wife and my children and my mother and my grandmother? And I want to make sure that I invest in property. I was talking to my mother the other day. I'm thinking about, of course, when I become financially stable and figure out my, my game plan, I want to definitely open up some barbershops. I want to open up some places like in the neighborhoods I grew up at. So it's like kind of like, you know, a lot of rappers talk about buying back the block, but I actually want to do it. I want to buy back the little uh, shopping centers about where I'm from, where, of course, you got the Chinese spots and you got the dry cleaning spots. I want to buy it all, you know, make it black owned. It's time for, you know, black men to be business, black people, not even men. Women can do it too. Get that dirt off your shoulders, you know what I mean? <laughs> but nah, but seriously, um, yeah, I want, I want like I want to be a black business owner. I, I don't want to. I want my kids to see, hey, you, daddy did it. I can do it too. So um, that's what I'm all about. Um, so I'll definitely invest in some uh, property, of course. I I'll probably flip some houses. I'll definitely like buy some houses and, and renovate them and flip them. Uh, I definitely want to make sure I give a little bit, not a little bit. I'm gonna give a lot to my mother. Make sure she's set. Make sure she can. If she want to retire early, we can make that happen. Uh, definitely want to look out for my grandmother, my family, my friends. Uh, but first and foremost, I definitely want to pay these bills off. Which is thanks. Shout out to my income taxes. You know, you know, I was able to do a little bit of work with that, so I'm gonna pay them bills off for sure. So, um, and then of course I want to buy a house, and you know, I probably save a lot of it too. So I don't know how much money I'm going to win, but I'm going to save a lot of it cause, or invest in it, too. Maybe uh put some in the stocks, you know. Scared money don't make no money. Uh, But yeah. So who do you the next question is, who do you most admire in life? Man, the most the person I admire most in my life, it would be my mother. I love my mother's resilience. man. she is. She has that that she has a heart of a lion and she, she don't stop. Whatever she wants, she go for it. Like, even when I remember when I was buying my car, she was like, Devin, this is the car you want, go for it. Like, you got the money to pay for your car note, and 
Granted, it might not be, it, it might be a little bit more than what you wanted, but hey, it's what you wanted. If you died a day, at least you had the car that you wanted. And I, I just admire that about her, man. She definitely goes for what she wants. She never, ever, ever, like, she let, she never let anybody kill her, her dreams or her, her, her drive. She's so focused on her. She, uh, she has willpower, man. She never gives up. Like, even with the, uh, crochet business, I'm seeing her post, like, almost every day, her, her work. So it's like, man, I, I want that. Uh, even with it kind of uh, inspires me with the podcast like man i need to post more i need to post more i need to post more i need to get it out there so um i, I definitely most admire my mother and I, i'm gonna do two people my grandmother my grandmother is the most loving sweet kind-hearted person you ever meet in your life she gives you a shirt off her back um she's the greatest she's super sweet super just caring like i remember uh no nah, i remember like it happened years ago but even like the other day like i, I didn't even say nothing like she just texted me like 11 o'clock just saying i love you i mean i love you too and it's like man like granted i, I had a terrible day too i was like annoyed i was yeah it was just a rough day and like just uh her having that that kind heart of her just texting me i love you just randomly out of the blue it made my whole day better well night because it was 11 o'clock at night but like yeah so that was super dope of her so shout out to my grandmother so uh what are your top three favorite books and why so this is a tough one because honestly i don't read as much as i should be reading or as much as i used to read but my one of my favorite books is called the pack the pack was about these three uh kids from chicago i believe three young men from chicago's african-american men um they weren't really destined to make anything of their lives but they all ended up working hard going to college and they all became doctors i believe two of them was like medical doctors and one of them was like a dentist or something of that nature so like it was a super dope it was encouraging just reading it as a young black man reading it, it was like man i can do whatever i want to do like they came from the projects of chicago like they weren't supposed to make it but they made it happen. So uh, that was super dope. By the way, I think LeBron should definitely work on a book. I would definitely be into buying a book about LeBron. But anyway, the next book will be How to um, How Successful People Grow by John C. Maxwell. Super dope book. I remember mean, when I was reading that book, I was updating my Instagram every day. Um, but yeah, that's super important, especially if you are trying to just uh, figure out how to grow, especially as a successful person. Um, just learning how to put yourself around the right people, learning how to put yourself around people that are going to challenge you, putting yourself around people that are where you want to be so you can know exactly what you're working towards. So uh, How Successful People Grow is definitely one of my favorite books. And then the last book I will say is one of my favorite is Make It Happen by Kevin Lyles. Um, yo, Kevin Lyle was from Baltimore. He was sleeping in the trunk of his, uh, not the trunk, I'm bugging. He was sleeping in his car, like he was homeless, but he came and he got a, uh, he was interning, I believe, at Dev Jam. And that was like super inspirational. Like a kid from Baltimore made it out. Granted, I'm not from Baltimore, but still, he, he did what, it, what he had to do. He, he, he sacrificed, um, he made sacrifices to make what, to make his life better. So that's super dope, inspirational, and super powerful. So yeah, check out those three books if you get a chance. If you haven't already read them. But yeah, um, my next question is, what are you most afraid of? Oh, man. Well, that's a tough one. I'm not really afraid of much. Um, I'm lying. I'm actually afraid of a lot of quite a few things. The first thing on my list is snakes. I do not like snakes. They're scary. They're weird. And uh, snakes uh mice rats roaches pretty much anything that crawls spiders i don't like bees wasp um i like birds birds are cool um i'm afraid of dying i know i don't know why um but that's one of my i guess i think the pain of dying like i think if i died in my sleep i wouldn't really that would be okay because i don't think i would feel any pain but like the pain of like dying like a excruci uh, excruciating death 
getting dying in a fire, dying by a gunshot, dying by getting stabbed. Like getting stabbed is, ugh, I could, I don't know. I don't think I could stomach that. Thought of like, if I knew, somebody told me today, like, are oh, you gonna die from getting stabbed? I don't know how, yeah. I'll probably be very cautious of everything I do. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to make this an uh, extra long podcast. So with that being said, I'm going to ask about two more questions and I'm going to go ahead and log off this thing. But the next question I got for you is what feels like love to you? That is a great question. Um, love to me is loyalty. Love to me is somebody uh, going out their way for me. Love to me is somebody just being there for me. Somebody that's uh understanding of me somebody that is willing to uh take the time to get to know me somebody that is willing to uh be transparent with me somebody that isn't afraid to tell me how they feel love is sweetness some somebody that's really sweet to me somebody that caring to me so that's what love is to me um i believe my love language is gift so if you are my lady you are my lady my whatever y'all know the vibes but anyway i think my my love language is my boy well, i know my love my love language is gift giving so um that's what i'm all about i'm all about uh i don't know like i, I love telling people I, if i love you I'll, I'll tell you i love you a hundred times but i i'm more of a let me buy you something let me get you something and that's how i'm gonna show you i love you uh right and my last question is what is your strongest personal quality um my strongest personal quality i believe is uh generosity i'm really nice i'm really caring uh i will give you the shirt off my back that's one thing i believe i got off my got from my grandma is my just i have a heart for people i have a genuine heart to give i have a genuine heart to help the next person like i hate driving past homeless people and i have no cash with me because i want to help them out or even like even having food like i want to i believe i was somewhere earlier today and i was like man i should ask him if he wants something to eat before i go in the store or even uh, where was I? I was at, I was working at this place out just at one time, and even like just going in the McDonald's, I used to be a homeless guy. Every day I was like, "You want something?" He's like, "Yeah, let me get a number three. I'm like, "Man, I'm in like off the dollar menu." But you know, uh, love is love, and I had it, and I'm like, I could never, no, I never want to be put in a situation where he's in, and I can't, and somebody would not look out for me. So uh, that's why it's super like for me, it's it's necessary to give back. It's necessary to be there for people. Uh, so I think my strongest pers- personal quality is just having a heart for the people, having a heart for uh, my family, having a heart for my friends, and just being there for people. So uh, I think that's my strongest personal quality. So with that being said, um, this week is a wrap. If you guys are have any questions or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. Um, but yeah, uh, once again, man, I want to send my condolences to the family and friends at Nipsey Hustle. Um, yo, I just want to make sure if you, everybody's listening to this, anybody that's listened to his music, anybody that even just seen his name or his picture, uh, just make sure that you're out, you're doing something for your community. Make sure that life ain't all about you and it's about other people. Sometimes, um, I know it's hard, especially in this generation in this climate of the world we're living in where it's like a you got to make sure you take care of you and yours first you know, make sure you t- take care of somebody else sometimes too make sure that you give back to the community make sure that you give back to your family make sure you give back to your friends and make sure that you support one another it's not that hard of a support i seen um a meme the other day it was like how much it costs zero dollars to retweet it costs zero dollars to repost it costs zero dollars to shout out to me that hit home so make sure you support your family your friends your other um your community your, your brother your sister like we all just won man we all won um and i just like i said i want to make this world a better place and it all starts with you at the end of the day it all starts with who you are as a person if you just take a look at yourself you can really change the world you can be a world changer so 
Once again, this is week seven and you know the vibe. Sorry once again for missing last week, but hey, you know the vibe. So let's get into it, man. Like I always say, live life to the fullest and you know the vibe. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, you know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, you know the vibes. 